I'm here with Joel Salatin, my first mentor from long ago, and Joel wrote a book. You're, you've written 10 books, mm -hmm. and the, 10 books. you wrote a book in how many days? The quickest? <laughs> the quickest one was, um, was in five days. Five days. Imagine if you could write a book. You were given a couple principles. On, you were just telling me. I said, we yeah. got to record this. Yeah, well, um, the, the first principle is, I mean, I, I, so I make an outline. So that's and, number one. Get an like, outline. Like a table of contents. All right. Okay. Another table of contents that gives you your direction, and then and then um, and then I just block out a group of days, and then every day I just get up and I say, by noon I want this chapter done. By three o'clock this chapter. By eight o'clock. And 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 you just force yourself to bang through it. Don't worry about if it's good. Don't worry about all the style. Don't even worry if it's accurate for that matter. Just just get it on paper. Get get a rough stuff on paper because you can always go back and refine and change it. But um, but the, the problem the problem is the inertia. That's the problem is is the inertia of getting it you know getting the rough idea down. And so most it. people you think freeze. Yeah, I feel like most people freeze up because they don't know what you're saying about setting deadlines. I read an old book that said go into it with the mentality that the first draft is for the trash. So then it frees you up because you just write, like you said, you're not going, is this perfect? Is that's this right. perfect? That's right. I, I think that's, uh, most people are way too anal from the get go Yeah. and, and it bogs you down. Yeah. You know, you need the snowball. You need, you need, uh, um, uh, as you get, as you get cranking because you freed yourself up from feeling like, um, you know, this is the final product. Mm -hmm. Okay. Then you get a couple pages under your belt you get in, you know, you get the, it's just like warming up, you know, and you and you the inertia just carries you through. It's a snowball effect. Mm -hmm. um, but if you if you sit and you you cogitate over every little thing, uh, trying to make it right initially, you can never get up ahead of steam. You yeah. can never get your snowball heading downhill. Yeah. So point number one, get an outline like your table of contents. Mm -hmm. Point number two is set yourself a deadline and hit the deadline. Don't worry about how perfect it is. And point number three is probably what you say. You said you wrote the book in five days, but it was based on 10 years of thinking about it. So yeah. write about something you've already been thinking about for years. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, is when I get ready to write a book, when I have the initial thought of the book, I make a file. Mm -hmm. you know, I'm old school. So I'm, when I say a file, I mean a manila file. Not an internet, not a, not internet, not a web but, but I make a file. And, and then for, for what I start doing is everything I read uh, anywhere, that has anything to do with that book title, mm -hmm. stick it in that file. Yeah. So when I'm when I'm ready, I've got this nice little thick file. Now I don't use it all, mm -hmm. but at least at least it's a it's almost like a security blanket. I've got all this good material that I've accumulated, mm -hmm. and um, and that way as I go I go through, it just gets your it just gets your imagination going. You, you need you need imagination. That's the the creativity and imagination. Is the hardest part of a book because you're you're trying to put down, um, you're you're trying to put down new ideas, you know, mm -hmm. new 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 material, and so having this this little repository of accumulated stuff on that topic um, uh, gives you emotional security that 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 you're going to be able to have some real treasures there, some nuggets that so, people are going to enjoy because if they were interesting to you, they're probably going to be interesting to somebody else.
So That's the they say uh, overnight success, 10 years to an overnight success, right? <laughs> so having your preparation done and yeah. speaking on subject, I mean, your books are on things that you have a lot of passion about, you have a lot of experience. That's right. That helps a little bit too. But most people have, we were talking about Helen Keller, she's blind, mute, you know, deaf, and she still wrote, I forget, six, seven, eight books. And I always feel guilty. I'm like, wow, she wrote out that with all those handicaps. Right. So it really shows it's not the handicap. Um, the physical ones, it's self-imposed barriers we put on ourselves. I, I, I think so. I mean, I mean, obviously a lot of people don't feel like they can write well enough to do it. And that's why some people use ghost writers. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, so there are, there are ways around this, but I can tell you, you know, a good editor, um, the last couple books I've done, even self-published, uh, just hire somebody that's, that's, that, that, has an ability to you know edit to, stuff to come, so you've had it some editors come back and give their yeah yeah and well, and just go through the manuscript and is this awkward you know you know in twelfth uh, grade English when the teacher you know when it came back with the AWK on it right well you know good writers need the person to say awk you yeah. know and 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 then you fix it yeah um and 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 then there then there, there are great techniques like like reading it aloud. Mm -hmm. Read it aloud. Uh, yeah, that always shows you everything that sounds great on paper. Then you read it out loud, and you're like, "Wait a second." That's that's right. It's like, it's like practicing your speech in a mirror. Yeah. Speak to yourself in the mirror, and if you excite yourself, you'll probably excite an audience. And if you put yourself to sleep, you'll probably put your audience to sleep. Um, <laughs> if you put yourself but, to sleep in front of a mirror, I'm worried about you. <laughs> yeah, but but you know, a lot of people say, you know, I do a lot of speaking, and oh, you make it look so easy, whatever. But they don't realize that I practice in front of a mirror. You know, yeah, I, I practice. I remember when I was a teenager and I was on the farm there. You used to practice in the living room. Yeah, you used to have the slideshow, uh -huh. Uh -huh. the old projector, and you yep. were there. And you kind of memorized your speeches back then. Yeah, some... I didn't memorize them, but I I had a I had a definite um, whatever uh, uh, itinerary. You know, I, I, at ten minutes in, I want to be at this slide. Yeah, at twenty minutes in, I want to be at this slide, because you know what always happens is you get to rambling. And then suddenly you've got half of it to do in the last 10 minutes. Mm -hmm. and, and then you're, you know, um, and so, so, so getting that pace, pacing yourself, um, again, you know, gives you, gives you, uh, some, some ability to, oh, to, you know, to not shortchange, to not, to not shortchange what's supposed to be the grand finale. You know, yeah. if you, if you got to shortchange the grand finale, your speech just flopped. By the way, I'm going to record while Joel's here visiting from Virginia a little more in-depth, step-by-step for my, I've got an online training program that I launched, I haven't told you about, it's everything you wish they'd taught you in school. Mm. So this is going to be one of the subjects and we'll go a little more in-depth. It's a seven minute, it's a, so what it is, it's a program every day they get an email, they click a link mm -hmm. and it's a seven minute training on some practical thing like you know, in this case, how to write a book. And it's all laid out with a little bit of homework. So the idea is seven days a week, you get a seven minute video. On Sunday, you get a video on how to relax and uh -huh. have a day of rest and uh -huh. things. Uh -huh. And the rest of it sometimes, it's a whole bunch of variety uh -huh. of subjects. So I'll put a link below if you wanna get the full seven minute training video. I'm gonna record that with Joel while he's here. You know, but uh, this is a lot of good practical stuff. Thank you. Great. Leave a comment below on what your book would be about, what your title would be or the subject. Let's see. Let's see what people have. I feel like almost everybody who lives long enough has one good book in them. 
Yeah, and you know, uh, titles are titles are great things too. Just you know, um, you know, it, when when you look at my the titles of my books, uh, you know, there was Pastured Poultry Profits, mm -hmm. Salad Bar Beef, You Can Farm, The Entrepreneur. Joel title. loves doing so. I feel like you like almost coming up with the titles as much as the oh, book. Oh, I do, I do, <laughs> I do. But that's also a process. You know, it right. doesn't just happen. What I do is I actually sit down. And I have, I know generally, you know what I'm, what I'm. Don't tell them too much in this video. We got to put it in the other okay. video. Okay. Right. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna make this more secretive. Well, you know why I say that? Because if you give on free videos, uh -huh. people take much. it for granted. Yeah. And then they don't do any of it. Yeah. So I got this paid program, mm -hmm. and we'll put. Make sure we remember that. How yeah. to do titles. How to do titles. So that was a little preview. Joel didn't know he was setting that up perfectly yeah. to segue. The sheer ecstasy of being a lunatic farmer. Yeah, that's one of your. What's your favorite title of any book you've had? That that's my favorite one. The sheer ecstasy of being a lunatic farmer. That's just, Joel's nickname is a lunatic farmer. Yeah. And mine, you know what mine's kind of become? The mad scientist. The mad. So I, it's funny. I never even thought of that till way after, and I was thinking, Joel is the lunatic farmer, and I'm the mad scientist entrepreneur. <laughs> There's a theme there. Yeah, it is. It is. Because yeah. sometimes people see all the because I run a lot of experiments. Sure, sure. So I end up feeling yeah. like this mad scientist of sorts. My whole life's been. People are like, "Why did you live with the Amish for two and a half years?" I'm like, "I'm kind of a mad scientist trying everything." So. Sure. Leave your comment on your book title. Watch for me and Joel. We'll put a link to get in the special training program. Thanks, Joel. Great. Thanks.